Good day, and welcome to Oz Down Under. Well, each of our five states are smiling again. We are all out of lockdown at the same time. That's not to say we feel complacent about the future, but here and now we can enjoy our beautiful autumn weather and lovely parks and beaches. No doubt about it, last year was a horror, and some people suffered very badly. In fact, the slogan, we're all in it together, was never more relevant. Some were lucky and able to continue life in the new norm. That's to say, spending a good deal of time on the internet, doing Zoom meetups, or... In the case of Geoffrey Milne, putting a play together. The Last Stand Down. It's actually out on the airwaves right now, waiting for your listening pleasure. And here's Geoffrey to tell us a little about himself and the muse that encouraged him to take on such an enormous task. Well, it goes back to a podcasting conference that I went to, which was organised by the ABC in Melbourne. Now, that was in 2019, and I went there not knowing anybody. And I ended up meeting a few people that I did know by name, and uh, I actually started the conversation with uh, a guy from L.A. who was very big in producing these audio fiction podcasts, and I had a bit of a chat with him. And uh, he had just finished creating uh, this audio fiction podcast called Carrier. So when I got home, I quickly looked it up and had to listen to it. And I thought, wow, this is just like going to the movies without the movie. And that's what I wanted to do. So you in the very beginning, in actual fact, before podcasting had really taken off. Well, podcasting has been around since 2004, but it's only really taken off probably six years ago. 2014 was probably the start of podcasting in all types of different genres. People were dabbling here and there and producing this. And uh, my background initially is in radio. So uh, podcasting and radio seemed to go together for me in a little way. And, And it's come across now that a lot of radio stations, in fact, all of the big network radio stations in Australia here have a podcasting division. And what is surprising now is that a lot of the podcasting divisions are actually doing better in performance-wise than the actual radio station. And that's interesting. Earlier on, the Sunday night playville would be the play or the serial, or you had the children's serials in, um, in, in their sections. It's only a variation of that, isn't it? Well, children's uh, books and children's podcasts are on the rise, and that's only just started to happen probably in the last six to eight months. And there's 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 a lot of people now dabbling in this children's area. They find that, I mean, we're in holiday time, so children are in cars. Uh, there's not a lot for them to do while they're, they're travelling. A lot of Australians at the moment are doing a lot of travel within the country. They're actually dialling up these podcasts for kids to listen to uh, in all types of different genres. And it's that is one of the big growing genres at the moment, yeah. children's uh, media, you may as well say. Okay. So let's get back to The Last Stand. But yes. what brought you to that particular story? Well, that that's an interesting story in itself because I was actually uh, 
had been thinking once I got back, how am I going to do this? Where am I going to find a writer? Who is going to let me do this for free? Because I am not going to pay for uh, the rights to do, to do something like this. And I thought, um, the, and I actually remember working with a colleague of mine at a teacher's college, and he told me once over lunch that that he had been writing books. I didn't know what kind of books. I had no interest in the area at that stage. And uh, I was sitting in a cafe in Brisbane, and I'm thinking, oh, how am I going to get in contact with Philip because he'd left the college? And so what he did was um, he walked in the door, <laughs> strangely. Serendipity. And I, yes, and I said, Philip, I haven't seen you for months. I said, what are you doing here? And he said, I'm just filling in for someone today. And I said, oh, have you got five minutes? Have a seat. We'll have a cup of coffee. I've got something I'd like to talk over with you. And we started chatting about books, what kind of books he's written. And he went through a whole list of books that he's written. And I, my interest... Uh, just sort of went towards one. And I said, uh, can we have another meeting and talk about the book? Can I read the book? Can we, you know, have a, have a look at this? And he said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to turn it into an audio fiction podcast. And he said, what's that? <laughs> so yeah. I had to explain to him that it's a little more than just an audio book. And uh, for a long time, uh, I don't think he quite understood the difference between an audio book and a fiction audio podcast which has got all of the sound effects and all of the actors and all that kind of thing. And that took a long while to get that concept across of what I actually wanted to do with it and to, to go this far. So I read a little bit of the book and I was interested and I said, look, we need to sit down and maybe plan this out. And so we did. We spent all day and we had a whiteboard and we went through the book. We went through the chapters uh, we moved a couple of things around and we came up with, uh, initially we came up with 10. And I said, no, that might be a bit too, bit too many. So we cut it back to eight and we sort of got the story to work in basically 30-minute episodes or what we thought was going to be 30-minute episodes. And uh, then we decided to continue to look at writing that. So I actually thought I'll produce it and I'll put the thing together and uh, and sort of assist in different ways. And I, I was expecting Philip to actually write the script. And he said, um, oh, he said, well, why can't we just dump the book in there? And I said, because it doesn't work. I said, because there's not enough dialogue in the book um, for, for that to kind of work. So you're going to have to sort of work on through the chapters. And he said, oh, okay, well, leave it with me. So he had two months. Then he came back and he said, I can't do it. <laughs> he said, it's too hard. And I said, well, it's, it's completely different. I understand that. And in the meantime, I started taking external lectures from UCLA <laughs> that were online, doing screenwriting courses and learning how to, to write for screen. I bought a, uh, a program to, to do the writing. I then started studying other, other audio podcasts. And one of them, I actually sat down and I wrote out word for word this whole episode to give me an idea of how it would all go together because right. I had no idea at that stage. So I actually did that, listened to that whole series, got a bit of an idea of how that worked. And uh, that was actually called The Homecoming. And that's actually become a television uh, show as well. They that got bought out and it did really, really well, actually. It was only eight or 10 episodes. I think it was, um, that was, that was really good. So, um, we went from there. So I then started to write the episodes. And this was possibly about the end of January. And trying to fit that in, as you know, with your life and everything else and work and 
and trying to write these episodes. And uh, eventually we were collaborating, going backwards and forwards and, you know, but let's change this, let's move that, let's let's take that out and do that. And, and eventually we ended up with eight episodes um, going backwards and forwards that way. And then we were ready to sort of think about how are we going to produce this? How are we going to get people to do it? So then it sort of came around, uh, you know, talking to different people. Oh, he would be really good at this. And uh, then I did a business expo about my own podcasting business because I had only just launched that, dealing with business brand podcasts. And lo and behold, during the day, I had two people come up to me to tell me that they were voice actors and had been actors on stage and this kind of thing. And would there be any kind of opportunities? And in fact, there was. And the the guy who played the main character, Arthur, he was one of those people. So, um, so it was really a, it was really a perfect storm of uh, activity all coming together for you. It's funny how you say that because it actually was, and it was didn't. And I'm not lucky by any means, but as it turns out. Every every uh, timeline along the way, something happened and something fell into place. So it was meant to be. But then, of course, you hit COVID. Yes, I didn't plan for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had we had grand plans of um, recording all of the voices in a studio, and uh, we were trying to work out how we we're going to do that. I wanted to do because I had a background of spending four years with a big theatre company, so I sort of had an idea of how things worked from auditioning to how they did the the table reads and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, oh, that'll work really well. We'll do the table read. We'll record that because that could be extra podcast type behind the scenes video and all that kind of stuff. This will be great, you know. And then COVID hit and I thought, oh, challenge number one. So then we decided to sort of work on the theory that, well, if we could record podcasts uh, remotely, why can't we do this remotely? And depending on who was doing the voices, uh, with a bit of instruction and whatnot, we managed to, to do it. So we've got about, oh, I think there's about 25, 30 actors in this particular uh, series, and not all of them are in every episode, of course. So that's, that's exactly what we did. And we've got four kids in the show as well. So, so they, where are you going now? You, you're almost at the point of launching, and how will that be done? Yes. Well, we're going to launch the, uh, the podcast itself on January 18. So we're going to launch two episodes on January 18, and we're going to promote that a week before. I've got a trailer that I've put together. So I'm going to run that a week before, uh, just through Facebook and LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. and hopefully link up with a few others as well. So if we can do that, and we've started to build up a little bit of a following already because of this other project that I've uh, recently launched called uh, Short Stories, uh, which is involving a lot of Brisbane writers, unknown Brisbane writers, although some of them have had their work self-published. And uh, launching this on the back of that, I think will probably go really well. Okay, Jeffrey, look, I think we'll leave it at that. We have your, the name of the project. We have a little yes. background as to how it all came to be. And we also have a launch date. 
So you tell us social media, Facebook, LinkedIn. That's where yep. we'll find you. That's where we'll find you. And uh, there's also a website as well called thelaststanddownpodcast.com. And that's all from us for the moment. For more information and links to The Last Stand Down, please go to our companion website, Good Day From Oz Down Under. Our next episode will feature another podcaster, this time from the UK. Jill Korn is an award-winning scriptwriter who has found a most unusual niche in podcasting. But more of that later. In the meantime, stay safe and bye for now.